We're at episode two of the Living Free and Well podcast. Welcome to the Living Free and Well podcast. Welcome to our second ever podcast, listeners. This is exciting. Yes, we are. If you haven't already found out, this is the duo that started Live Free. And it's a business based on food allergies and all lifestyle needs. Um, today, we're here to talk to you about um, fitness, our interests, a little bit of weight loss topics going to happen. And yeah, we're excited. We, uh, yeah, we talked a little bit about a few different things on our last podcast, just our own food allergies. And so today, you know, before we dive into the deeper topics and other podcasts, we thought we would just do a little bit of an About Us podcast. You guys get to know who we are, aside from our our allergies and what we like and what we do. Uh, Pam, why why don't you start? Okay, so yeah, when you said you want to do talk about our interests I was like oh what are my interests but (laughs) I definitely have them (laughs) I hope so yeah so um if you follow me on Instagram on my personal page you can see that um I make a lot of recipes they're all vegan recipes and I love to share them and I'm kind of not your typical cook I kind of just like go with whatever I have and I don't use exact measurements ever but it always turns out great, and I love taking pictures of the food. <laughs> Everything but the kitchen sink, right? <laughs> yeah, <sighs> and I love taking pictures of other people. Um, yeah, I'm a little bit camera shy when it comes to me being in front of the camera, but Anna's trying to help me work on that. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, so I love taking pictures. And, yeah, in terms of fitness right now, I am all over the place. I think I've been all over the place for a while. I have, I can't say there's one thing that like I love the most. So I'll just say what I've been doing the last little bit, last little bit. Um, I have been lifting weights, um, doing like, yeah, I guess gym workouts, um, trying to lift heavy, so to speak. <laughs> and yeah, I've been doing yoga probably for the longest though. So since like last summer, I've been going to yoga consistently. And then I just started taking, getting back as of January. I used to dance from like three years old to like 2021. 20, and yeah, this year I actually went back to some adult dance classes and that's really exciting. Woo woo. Yeah, so, Anna, do you, what what are your interests? Well, I'm the crazy girl. <laughs> That's what they tell me anyways. Um, I am pretty much in love with anything and everything. I am an optimist, I guess I'd like to call myself, whereas I try to find the positive in absolutely anything. But um, personally, um, I try to be a comedian, even though some people say I'm not funny, but they're, you know, they're just hating. Um, I uh, love to travel. I love to cook, just like Pam. Uh, I'm the opposite of her, though, when it comes to pictures. I love to be in them. Uh, I did do a little bit of modeling when I was younger, and now I just do it for fun uh, with some of my photographer friends and Pamela, of course. Um, I am an event planner by day, and I absolutely love it. I focus on weddings and birthdays and showers and everything else. I I do I for my fitness right now my interest um I actually just started a boxing class this month and I absolutely love it. I've been going to the gym 3 times a week. 
haven't gone the last two days, but I'm going right after this podcast, so it's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've just been doing some gym workouts and boxing, which is becoming another love of mine. Um, I'm a very ambitious person when it comes to my career, and it's really important to me. Uh, I do a little bit of writing on the side, as you, you'll see on our blog. Um, I like makeup. I like to read. Um, and I am that also that girl that's one and I love extreme sports and I will jump out of a plane any day of the week. I haven't done it yet, but I swear I will. <laughs> what, what type of books do you like to read? Um, actually I just went to Kohl's the other day and I picked up, um, five love languages. You told me about this book a while ago, Pam. Actually. Yeah. And I did the quiz online like last year and I never like really looked at it more. And then I read somewhere about somebody reading in it and like put the word back in my head so I picked up the book actually um for those of you who don't know me personally or haven't realized through my Instagram I have been in a relationship for seven years with the same guy so I totally believe in bettering your relationship and working on it and so I'm interested in this book because you know being being with one person since you're young is obviously takes work and we're very honest and so communication is really important yeah, and if you don't know about me, that Josh and I have our, that's my partner, 11th year anniversary. So somehow we both have snagged guys that want to stick around. It runs in the really family. Know. It runs, yeah. our, I believe it's in the family because our parents have been together 25 years. And like, it's not like we're super like, like have any rules in the family it just seems to happen like yeah, I have no idea but I mean Pam and Josh 11 years like come on girl where's the ring <laughs> well maybe we can make that another podcast yeah <laughs> we're all still young but yeah um we definitely have great guys in our life and we'll definitely be talking about them a little bit more as time yes. goes on and speaking of books yeah for me too like well I just like I can't say I don't really read fiction like it's always not fiction which is <laughs> hilarious to me yeah. because growing up and still today I always read fiction so like like when it comes to photography we're a little opposite and then when it comes to books like that was that was always a thing you would read nonfiction, I would read fiction now yeah. as I get older I, I'm reading a, a lot more nonfiction just because I don't really have time to read fiction but I've been reading more nonfiction and more well-being books because I, I find it's important and some business books and just, you know, trying to educate myself as I get older, because if I do have free time, I want to make sure it's utilized properly. Um, I guess that's another interest of mine is like bettering myself. And I'm a huge time management person right now. So I try to manage my time for work, for my side hustle, for working out and then for re relaxing at the same time. Yeah. Self-development has been like a huge part of my life in the definitely in the past year like definitely reading everything from Deepak to Gary V like we love Gary yeah, V yeah the seven um wait five <laughs> but, yeah uh, have you read the book um I I want to say yes but it must have been a long time ago because I really can't remember it <laughs> Well, I'm enjoying it so far. And then I also bought um, The Highly Sensitive Person, which mm. was recommended to me by my therapist. But I'm really excited for that one because he says it's like a really common type of personality. And a lot of people, when they read the book, they're able to understand themselves better. So I'm interested cool. to see what happens. That's sweet. Also, I wanted to share, and I want you to share as well, um, like the people that you have been like absorbed 
absorbing their content the most lately or like listening to them or watching YouTube, that sort of stuff. And I guess I'll kick it off. I think Gary V, Gary Vanderchuk is like a that huge. That was mine. <laughs> well, then we're both like, that's a, one of the biggest ones that I probably listen to almost every day. Um, absorb his content in some sort of way, at least once a day. Um, another person that I just recently, maybe I think I've shown you, Anna, her, um, Rachel Bell. Yes. I listen to her on Insta Stories every time she posts one. I listen to any podcast that she's on. She owns like a Instagram growth kind of business, and she's very um tech savvy she's an entrepreneur she's a woman i was kind of searching for like a woman inspiration for a while so i found her and then from her i found this woman called angie lee and she has the rich bitch podcast and it's she's pretty she's like i think anna you would like her she's very like witty and spunky and like just kind of a little crazy and like reminds me of you a little bit and then something totally different that i've been getting into i found his youtube channel like probably about a year ago his youtube channel is like called the koi's corner and he talks a lot about like um spirituality um veganism different ways of um lifestyle that he chooses to live and he's like had some very interesting things happen to him like he went to jail and like how he came from that and then, like, how he chooses to live his life going forward. So his story is really interesting. And um, he always gets his – he's very controversial. So he always gets YouTube his YouTube uh, videos, like, taken down. Wow. So it's, like, you kind of have to, like, watch. And then he'll probably not be there. So <laughs> he's an interesting guy to follow. So Yeah, that is like, cool. I'll definitely follow him. Yeah. Uh, for me, yeah, I do- totally agree. Uh, Gary V is so influential he is like if you don't know who he is or haven't followed him yet I recommend just just because like if you're not even an entrepreneur and you don't want to get into this he's just like inspiring and he like pushes you to work more he's the one that has influenced influenced me to make sure I'm managing my time appropriately and not wasting time watching tv and doing things that don't benefit my life like he agrees that you need time to relax and take time with your friends so you like need to give yourself that time and then on top of that but you need to give the majority of your time while you're in your 20s to be working hard especially if you want to be successful so definitely recommend checking him out if you don't already know who he is he's pretty much a household name by now so I'm sure everyone listening knows who he is but he is a great guy um my second person this is really hard for me because a lot of the people that influence me are like real, like my real life people, but uh, online, definitely the second, it's kind of cliche, uh, but I definitely have dove into his content a lot more this year is Casey Neistat. He's a YouTube channel and he just started a podcast. Um, a lot of people follow him and like know who he is because he's really big on YouTube and he was, he's been big for a few years now, but Um, I recently dove into his newest season of vlogs called 368 and he is like every vlog is just like power 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 like every vlog is just like quality content that you need to like take in and he's always giving like his own business advice on his life journey and like his family life and all the things he goes through and it's like really inspiring because he doesn't stop like ever like he's just like Gary V where he takes every minute of his day and make sure it's put to use like he'll have a 10 minute meeting if he only has 10 minutes free whereas other people would be like oh we only have 10 minutes might as well not do it at all 
or is he make sure that 10 minutes gets used and I really I really like what he has to say a lot of the time and you know he has a lot of smart things to say he does reviews and I really like Casey Neistat right now yeah I actually I haven't really like discovered him too much yet but I definitely will give him a listen yeah I actually I've known about him for a long time and I, I've watched a couple of his vlogs here and there, especially like the ones that m- went the most viral because they're on the trending page over the years. And he's done a few seasons of vlogs and some movies and some other short films here and there. But um, for some reason, just the last season that he just started a couple of months ago, I've been like watching every single day. <laughs> um, and because he's actually starting this like, I guess it's like a company, but it's also like a movement for social media and for entrepreneurs and influencers. And it's called 368. Um, a big thing he lives in New York and a big thing in New York City is space like uh, like you can get a really small apartment for like way too much money there so he was never had enough space and that's the only thing he hated about New York City so he actually bought a giant building and right now it's empty but he is transforming it into a creative creative space for content creators to go and to brainstorm and work together and, you know, further themselves, learn new things and meet other creators doing the same thing and network. And it's called 368. That's really cool. Yeah, go. it hasn't, it hasn't <laughs> opened yet. It's under construction, but he's really excited about it. There's even a podcast space in the basement. So maybe, you know, Live Free will go there one day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess like going off interest a little bit, shifting gears. Um, just talking about something, I guess, like, it wouldn't be, I guess, an interest of mine, but something that I've been going through lately is, like, I've been focusing on losing weight on a plant-based diet, and I thought it'd be a good idea to kind of share, like, my journey and, like, the background on that. Yeah, and it's, I think it's a good thing to talk about today because I've been focusing on losing weight this month as well, just, like, I have probably a lot less weight to lose. But I am still trying to further myself because I want to be more strong. And I've been focusing on strength training and cutting down a little bit more fat content. So I think we're both on the same track here. Yes. All all our fitness goals. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag fitness goals. Yes. So, yeah. So I shared on the last podcast just a little bit of, like, my high school days, my bad habits that I was creating, just, like, doing the worst disrespectful things to my body definitely developed a slight eating disorder with that um, lifestyle that I was on but I think definitely at that age like there wasn't a lot of education brought to around like you know healthy eating and um, you know what could happen in high school with like body image issues and also social media was on the rise so there was a lot of comparing myself going on there. But I won't dive too much into that side of things, but just kind of go through of like stages that I've gone through with um, my weight and my fitness journey. But I guess like from the bad habits, like the first thing I found was something called Tone It Up. Woo, we actually love Tone It Up. Yes, I do love Tone It Up. (laughs) Shout out to Karina and Katrina. Yes, do definitely love Tone It Up still to this day. Um, So that Tone Up was the first thing that I found that, like, showed me the way to, like, eat, eat healthy meals at every meal. And, like, you need to eat a certain amount of calories to 
be like at a healthy weight and feel good every day like really learned about health and fitness and it gave me like a guide a plan and I really I really loved it for a long time and not that I don't love it now but I find with that when I was doing Tone It Up very consistently all the time it was like when they would have like challenges my problem was that after the challenge it would be so easy for me to just fall off and go back to like you know not I wouldn't go back to my bad habits but wouldn't be eating as well or uh, being like okay the challenge was over now I can eat a donut every single day <laughs> and we uh we did the a couple of the challenges together uh, yes I think, was did. it the year before last yeah and they do they promote like a good challenge and they promote you to like stay on that lifestyle afterwards but I mean a challenge is a challenge um unless you stick with the whole lifestyle it will like it won't last forever right yeah for me I think I wasn't thinking about it in lifestyle terms back then I was thinking of it like you know it was more like oh I'll reach this goal and then everything's I won't have to do anything after <laughs> like I wasn't thinking of the long-term game of it and we were so young, you know, we thought we were going to be wrinkle-free and blonde-haired forever. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so, but, yeah, most importantly, the guy helped me learning about how to eat right and sparked a big interest then about um, cooking and creating recipes because they provide you with, like, this whole, like, recipe, recipe plan that um, you get, once you sign up, you get recipes for ever like you they will never stop sending you the newest recipe book and that's like amazing because even though like I'm not following the challenge or even like their guidelines of the plan I always make their recipes like that's definitely yeah. something I have they're taken healthy, from them. but also just delicious yes they're <laughs> healthy delicious and like they're so innovative and like make you think outside the box and like they have a whole section now the past couple of years on like how to like cook like fast healthy meals and like for me that's like amazing I guess we left them out under the people that like we absorb their content and like influence us but I would say both like Karina and Katrina from Tone It Up definitely influence both of us because they're really positive role models when it comes to our fitness even if we're not following their plans I think we both probably pay attention to them um if you don't follow Tone It Up again recommend following them they are a great couple girls to feel empowered and get your fitness on the road yes so yeah so that's when I first I found tone it up was like a really helpful tool and uh, yeah so after that I guess I would be going into college and everybody yeah I would say this is probably about the time that I was going I was moving to Toronto to go to college because I did go for a half a year in um, Welland, which I <laughs> did not work out so well for me. It was a bad decision, but not going to go on to change it about that. Just for the listeners, Welland is where I currently live with our parents. Um, it's right outside Niagara Falls. Yes. And yeah, so going to school, I think when I moved to, first moved to Toronto, I was definitely... I've always been a person to just like move through life really quickly and take on probably a little bit too much more responsibility. Sometimes I think I'm like superwoman and can do everything. But when I first entered school, I was working 30 hours a week as a key holder at a retail store and then going to school 40 hours a week and having probably about like 40, 20 to 40 
probably closer to 40 hours of homework every week. So when do I did I sleep then? When was I taking care of myself then? I really Never. don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I think that was like really detrimental to my mental state as well. Like I didn't realize what type of stress I was putting myself under. And that's, I guess, when first my weight started to trickle up and I was, I was eating horribly. I was drinking like, um, I also wasn't, um, fully plant-based at this time. I was just, I, I don't even think I was vegetarian at the moment. You were like eating hot dogs every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'm not really sure what diet I was at that, that point, but I definitely was like eating, drinking like double doubles, like mocha drinks. Oh like, my God. Yeah, you used to drink so much coffee. Yeah, but it would be like the really, really bad stuff. And yeah. then just like eating all the Tim Hortons, like because it was easy, it was there, it was cool. I think a lot of people have the same problem and it was in a freshman 15 I think it was like a freshman like 30 and <laughs> so that's when the the weight definitely trickled up I remember like my friend at my current workplace like she remembered what I looked like when I first came there and then I was wearing a dress one day and it was pretty like form-fitting and she's like Pam like you look like you're pregnant and I was just like um this was at work yeah like oh my god like well she was like it's honestly though like I wasn't even upset because she was right (laughs) and um she was she's like a friend of mine that's like kind of quirky and crazy and like yeah I wasn't offended at all but she was just like she just yeah took me aside she's like are you okay like you are you not taking care of yourself sort of thing so anyways like that's kind of when I was like okay well like you know always I find found myself like I still am today like tone it up definitely brings me into like you know woman empowerment and that I can do it and like they have like definitely starting out doing getting back into workout they're perfect because you have a lot of homework as you can do so I think around that time I was like okay like you know, I need to get my fitness going again. Like, I need to be more active with it. And during this time, too, I was having a shift in my job. Like, the store I was working at was shutting down. I had to find a new job, which is also stressful. So, I think I started to, yeah, I went back on. I think I was starting another challenge with Tone It Up around that time. And then also... Um, I feel like throughout those years, we had a lot of loss in our family, and that was definitely a stress stressful. Eat- yeah, stressful, stress eating. Um, We're very comfort eaters, both of us. <laughs> yeah, and also factor to the weight trickling up slowly. And so I find I think I started to get some peace when I was le- not working. Um, like as well as going to school so much and I feel like that year of school where I wasn't having all that stress was a lot easier for me I was like enjoying that year of school and then um, I went traveling and at the end of the second year of school and that's when like I believe a lot of things changed for me that trip really transformed me in different many different ways it was like brought brought me back to like kind of like 
understanding why I might want to eat vegetarian and that it was okay like that you know if people were going to judge me it didn't matter and that's how I would want to go through life and that's how my where body... did you go on that trip I went to uh, Central America oh yeah yeah I went to Central America and even though like I was on and off eating vegetarian I knew that wasn't right because it was like I was bouncing back from diet to like eating meat to not eating it and it would really affect my digestion and it would like my moods and my stress levels like it wasn't helping the situation and it wasn't helping my my weight gain at the time do you remember the last time you ate meat because I do um it was our cousin's wedding that was the last time I think I ate red meat yeah yeah that was you and meat has never really agreed with you though Unlike, like, I think just, like, from watching, I don't think it's ever really agreed with you because it always made you feel sick. And then, um, and that's probably your digestion issues. But I remember the last time was our cousin's wedding and it was at this really fancy steakhouse. So you were like, I'll indulge tonight and get a steak. And you ended up puking all night. (laughs) Yeah. Like, things like that would happen all the time. And my body just, like... And first of all, I like feel like I didn't even like those things. Like I'm you like, didn't. I was like, I don't even know what you I didn't was even thinking. finish the like a hundred dollar steak. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what I was thinking. So I feel like over those years, I definitely wasn't treating my body right. Like, you know, um, definitely toned it up, brought me back, but it was I wasn't treating it as a lifestyle. And yeah, just falling off. I think. I feel like a lot of people could relate to this, just, like, not really sure what's going on with your food intake. But anyways, Central America definitely was a point where it was just like, okay, like, how do I want to go forward? What makes me feel good? Because what I've been doing is not making me feel good. And I can't be bouncing back and forth because it's hurting me. And it's making me feel sick all the time and throwing my moods through the roof and yeah, I needed to change. So, also, um, Central America brought to me a parasite, and that was a huge thing. That I was also didn't have a doctor in my city. That was like my own doctor. It was like a walk-in clinic, and I went to get like the test done. They didn't give me my results back until I went to them like three weeks later and they're like oh you need to go find out at this lab and I'm like it's been three weeks and I've been constipated and feeling horrible and just like social anxiety was I've never experienced anything more that feeling before until then like social anxiety because of your digestive issues yes and like never wanting to go out or go out to eat and because you're in pain yeah I was in pain and it felt so embarrassing and that's that's what I I think I touched on it in last podcast like or or we'll touch again again more talk a lot about is digestive anxiety because I totally believe it's a real thing I suffered with it for the last eight years and it will if like, it will affect a lot of people that are dealing with these issues. Yeah. And so, yeah, I went to them, and it was just very sketchy. They're like, no, nothing's wrong with you. And I'm like, no, something is wrong. There is something wrong. So 
I like did my own research, which I think is probably not, I don't recommend. I would definitely search out more doctors, go to a naturopath right away, but I unfortunately did not. So I dealt with this type of pain for about another, probably about two more months. And that's when I was like, okay, like I need to cut out all inflammation inflammation foods like I cut out like gluten for a while I cut out um dairy as much as I can I was def I was off eating meat permanently at that point and I was still eating dairy but I cut out dairy completely and finally like the pain started to subside it was still there but it didn't go away completely and I wasn't focused on weightless at this point because I was just focused on feeling better but then life gets in the way, of course. And this is, the, I was going to school, back in school again, September of my last year. And I had a mental shift that I realized this wasn't for me. And that, when I had this change that my, realized, for yeah, school, realizing right? my schooling wasn't for me and was not my path and not my passion. And that really set me back I think mentally a lot and caused a lot of mental stress and made me feel like I could not focus on my health I need to focus just on this program to get through and just complete it Um, this goes off of also listening to your gut and intuition which I think we can talk about more on another podcast but just to summarize I definitely believe if I was to go back I would have left I wouldn't have continued but I did and I think I didn't continue because I listened to outside opinions and I didn't listen what's truly right for me and I feel and I like and in that moment I so for the the rest of the I guess, what is it, eight months you're in school, I was in a lot of emotional pain and, like, you know, having to complete these projects, hearing these horrible things from professors saying, like, I'm not going to make it in this career and just going through all that was really, really hard and made me really put my health on the back burner, which also did not help me gain weight. But um, so... I was still focusing. I definitely was not eating the way I was in the previous years to school, but I was did focus on like, you know, I can't eat these certain foods because it'll make me feel this way. So um, as the school year went on, I also started seeing like a school counselor because I knew that like I wasn't going to be able to do this on my own and I needed help. So I was going to see him and I really thank him because I don't know if I would have made it through school without him because he really pushed me along mentally. But getting back to like my whole weight loss journey. So yeah, during that time I was like, I need to feel better. I can't eat like anything. Um, Needless to say, I did not lose any weight because I was so stressed out all the time. Um, yeah, it seems like that trip changed you a lot, but then school set you back. Yes, and one thing that I did try closer to the end of the semester was um, finding intermittent fasting and hearing all the benefits that it has had uh, for people with digestion issues. So I started doing intermittent fasting, and right away in like two weeks, I noticed my acid reflex completely went away. So 
then I was doing that for probably, I want to say, maybe like four or five months. And I think that really turned things around for me. And we are going to do a podcast on intermittent fasting eventually. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. It's definitely a topic we want to touch on a lot more. Yeah. And then also with that experience, when I started intermittent fasting, I actually started seeing a naturopath, which literally was like the best thing I ever did. It's money I ever spent because she like put Mm -hmm. me on an uh, inflammation, total free diet, gave me all this like natural um, remedies to, you know, help me with my gut health and like just gave me so much information that I needed that just changed everything. And she like was very, um, I guess an advocate of intermittent fasting and she believed that like it does help people in the gut healing stage and like it doesn't have to be a permanent thing but it can definitely help you and yeah we'll talk about more about intermittent fasting at another time but now I think we're getting closer to um how I am losing the weight now and now I feel like Going through all that, I've definitely had a big mental shift. I'm obviously a lot happier um, following my passions. But this time I have taken the shift of making this a lifestyle, making sure that I feel good as much as I possibly can, that my body feels right. So if that means I only lose one pound in a month, that means I only lose one pound in a month. And really what I'm doing is just like, eating as much whole plant foods as I can I definitely indulge time to time but making sure I'm active and like I'm not at this point I'm not pushing myself to be like extremely active if I'm working out three days a week great if I'm working out five to six amazing but I think my goals right now is like definitely um two to three minimum um depending on like what's going on in my life it will be more but since january i have lost 12 pounds so so like and it was like so that's probably like two and a half three pounds a month um but yeah and it's all just from having a mindset shift and during that time where it was really stressful i did find like a lot of help from like I guess, like, the plant-based community, um, watching tons of YouTube videos and, like, watching these, watching people live a healthy lifestyle. And, like, I know that these people are not health professionals by any means, but, you know, just seeing, like, how plants can really, you know, help people and make them feel great really inspired me to, you know, change my lifestyle and go on this new journey. Yeah, there are people to look up to. Yeah. And I can say, like, it definitely has made me feel amazing, and I want to continue living this lifestyle. And, yeah, so here we are, a little lighter and happier. And, yeah, like, it's always a journey, and this is – I'm not at my goal yet. Um, I just – I want to be at a healthy body fat percentage for my height and all that good stuff, but I don't have some insane – not no no goals insane but I don't have this like big massive number that I'm trying to hit on yeah like or like I'm not training for some sort of competition I'm just training for life (laughs) living the best most healthy life I guess 
And that's the right way to do it. And for me, um, getting a little bit into my story for weight loss, I, um, I was a competitive, we both were competitive cheerleaders in high school, but um, Pam graduated before me, obviously. So I was a competitive cheerleader for four years. And my last year of high school, I was like at my most fit because we were working out all the time. And then after high school, I went into college and, you know, not doing like a team sport or anything. Um, and just becoming an adult, you don't realize that like, okay, I don't have gym class anymore. Like you have to do something on your own. So I thought I was just going to be fit and beautiful forever. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I didn't really focus on it. And, um, and then the stress, the stress of the loss, like a lot of the same experiences, the stress of school, the stress of loss. And, you know, it did start to trickle in. And then uh, second year, I woke up and I was like, okay, I'm an adult now. Like, or I thought I was, um, <laughs> I, I'm an adult now. Like I, I'm not doing cheerleading. I'm not doing anything. So I need to do something for my own. But at this time I had just said, said that I wasn't taking the right steps. I wasn't doing it healthily, healthily, if that's the word, um, a healthy way. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was just kind of being like, okay, I enjoy doing this for a workout. I enjoy doing that. And so, you know, I was just kind of doing it for fun with my friends every now and then. I wasn't focusing it on a way of being like, oh, this is this is going to make me not only look better, but it's going to make me feel better. And like, it's going to affect my skin. It's going to affect my mental health because like being fit and exercising and working out is like it affects every part of your life. It can even make you have a better day. Right. So I wasn't really focusing on any of it. I was just being like, oh, running sounds fun today. I'll go do that. So. I was just doing everything here and there, but nothing to make a difference. And at the same time, I'm still dealing with everything else. So I put on the classic freshman 15. And then after, um, after college, you know, I was still doing the same thing. I was doing a couple challenges with Pam. I was starting to learn how more important, more and more important it was, but I never got to the point where I wanted to like really change my lifestyle and really, really focus on it. So I was just, you know, picking it up and just starting to learn and educate myself a little bit more. Whereas the diet part was starting to get easier for me because I was getting more used to being gluten-free and all the things I was littered to. So that was becoming second nature, but I wasn't really focusing on the exercise and what my body was needing to, to, you know, really feel strong and feel empowered and feel good and feel mentally healthy and physically fit and be reach all my fitness goals. So I, um, I went, after college, I went through a lot of career changes. Like I was jumping from job to job every six months. I really couldn't decide where I wanted to be. And then I fell into like a mental depression and all of these things contributed to my body really not getting to where I wanted it to be, you know, and it wasn't until the past two years where I did start going to a therapist with former mental health. And I started to realize that, you know, you have to work out to affect every part of your life in a positive way because I want to be healthy in every way possible. And so I started, started manifestation, which we'll talk about in another podcast as well. Um, And I realized that no matter your weight, you should always want to better yourself. So I started to realize that like fitness and healthy eating and healthy living is a lifestyle. And now I try to focus on it a lot more because as we get older, it's more and more important. And as we get older, it's something we should be doing all the time because who cares if you're 250 pounds and working out for the first time or if you're 130 and a bodybuilder and super fit, fitness is important no matter who you are, what you are, what you look like. 
And um, I am only 25 pounds away from where I want to be. And because I also want to gain muscle and, you know, re- feel really good. And so I have a, like a shorter journey compared to other people. But I know that it's also just important for my mental health. If I don't work out one week, then I am totally stressed out. My life, life feels chaotic and it is really important. And the past two months have been the best for me because I've really, really made a shift and like just telling myself like, why, why aren't I going to the gym? Like I have this gym membership. Why aren't I using it? And then I've been going to boxing class, which is just awesome as a woman to like, feel like you can get. Yeah. And like, (laughs) and so also you're sharing with me the other day, like, it's been a big change for you because it's like also like a lot of the stuff is like you're doing it on your own now like you're not waiting for a friend which is like so for some people I think is like you know hard to do yeah and I I'm I'm the more the merrier type of person so like if my friends want to come sure but I'm still gonna go and they my friends are all all on their own fitness journeys which is kind of empowering too because you know they're all doing it their way and their fitness journeys but we all have fitness goals which I think is important as you grow up because if you forget about it you're forgetting about your health you're forgetting about your body your brain your whole life and its wellness and so it's really nice that we're all on the same page of wanting to be healthy even though we're all doing it differently so it's you know it's good to have that little bit of a support system and um, even if it's just the simple of, oh, did you go to the gym today? Or I'm going to go tomorrow. Anything like that is just, it's nice to be able to have people to talk about it yeah, with. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it's it's totally, you know, it's different. But th- this year, I've really been focusing on it. And having lived free is motivation too, because I do want to live my best life. And that includes working out. Whether I've reached my fitness goals, that doesn't mean I'm going to stop working out because, you know, fitness can affect, like I said, every part of your life. And one thing I wanted to touch on talking about this for me has I've had a Fitbit for a while, but I didn't really start using it until this year. And I find it so helpful they are. because all I wanted, yeah, they are. And I, if you don't have one and you're struggling, like definitely try one out, see if it works for you. It doesn't work for everybody because sometimes it can make you obsessive. But sometimes it can be the right kind of obsessive. So I just want to like tick off all those green circles all the time. So I'm like, okay, I got to keep walking around today. I know. I'm so sad that I lost mine. (laughs) Yeah. So I, uh, so I actually, I had like one of the older Fitbits and I was like obsessed with like, just like making sure I was getting, reaching all my goals, you know, and you can even put your food and water in too. And it tracks your, um, your period too. So it's the app just keeps getting better. Um, and, you know, my boyfriend's really into fitness as well. And we'll probably do a podcast with him eventually. But he teaches me a lot about, like, my macros and my calories because he knows that I want to do this fitness stuff the most healthy way possible. Like, you know, I don't want to develop bad habits. So he makes sure he's given me the numbers to make sure I'm getting the yeah. right amount of calories and reaching my goals. So I've input all that into my Fitbit and I've been following that. And, you know, I feel really good because I feel like I get to eat all this food and still, like, feel my best and, like feel empowered and like that I'm reaching my goals properly because I'm, I have the right calories and macros and we'll really talk about that. Yeah. I definitely want you to, because today's just about journey. And also I definitely want to say like, I have just um, discovered like the power of macros and that like, you know, it can really be beneficial, especially I find with plant-based diets, it's like, um, it's there's tough. not one and because there's not one that's going to is there's no one fits all diet for plant based and I think I've had a lot of trial and error and I found the macro method to be 
very effective and we'll talk about that on a different podcast yeah I find it's been really healthy healthy for me just for to, for a little tidbit to lead into the next podcast for when we do talk about macros is that um I um my parents eat a lot plant-based as well that people that do most of my cooking for me because I'm working so much and so I don't I didn't realize that I was getting such little protein I was eating about five to seven percent and for women it should be anywhere from like 18 to 27 so um when I started to pay attention to this, I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is not good. Especially since I had started the past couple months, started lifting weights and trying to get more muscle. Um, and so my boyfriend was looking at it and he's like, you got to just like pay, pay a little more attention to it and make sure you're getting more protein. So I've been having protein shakes and I'm already up to like 20% every day now. So, you know, just making sure like looking at it at least once a day to make sure you're, you're where you're at to make sure you're feeling good and like having more energy in a day. And like less muscle soreness and everything. It definitely helps a lot and it motivates you. And funny story about my Fitbit though. I was like, I've been in love with it recently. And then I went to my friend's hot tub and it came in with me. (laughs) (laughs) So the other day I went out and I bought myself a brand new one. And it's a way more updated one. And it does a lot more cooler things. I'm very excited about it. And it's charging right now. So I can't wait. Well, it's my birthday soon, Anna. So um, Fitbit, please. (laughs) (laughs) um maybe if you're nice to me (laughs) okay well i feel like you know we this was a really solid podcast and we hope that you liked it also yeah like if anyone is listening please share us like what you're doing for say if you're on a waitlist journey what type of method are you following um and do you like yeah do you like yeah (laughs) um i would say uh just to end the podcast off i would say Another really important thing to fitness and health is staying inspired and motivated. So hopefully we're doing that for you. And to end the podcast off, I will end it with like a little quote that I've hung up in my room. It's been encouraging me every day. Uh, Casey Neistat said it in one of his videos, actually. I don't know who it's by, but I'm just going to say it. So shout out to whoever it's by. (laughs) Okay, so people who say it can't, people who say it can't be done should not interrupt those who are doing it. Beautiful. All right. See you guys next time.